following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hey ho, what's up everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We have a really fun show for you guys today. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun before we get started. Lots of people in the chat room, but let's first say hi to our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, everybody. Today's show is really going to be a lot of fun because Sherry Belafonte is a friend of mine for a long time, and I work better with my friends because we understand each other. And, uh, and Derek is a wonderful actor. He's a British actor. He's been in everything, and when you hear the movies that he's been in and the stars that he knows, I think he's got me beat uh, as far as uh, the European market for stardom. Anyway, I would like to go right into a bitch because I feel like bitching today. Uh, um, you want to say hi to everybody first? Hi to everybody. Now I'm going to go into bitching. Okay, Jimmy, you happy? Um, homophobia is back, and worse than it's ever been. I want to tell people one thing. Transsexuals are not homosexuals. Transsexuals are people who feel they were born in the wrong body and they adjust that. So those of you out there now who hate gay people and are about boycotting us because of what's going on with the transgender people in the schools and how they're trying to teach three-year-old children that transgender men is okay and that everybody should change their sex. None of that nonsense pertains to gay people. Gay people are an entirely different people. So when I write about gay things on my Facebook page, don't be afraid to comment. Don't be afraid that you're not politically correct because now you're reading something from a homosexual. Oh my God. Ooh, okay. Just keep in mind, gay people are Rock Hudson a few presidents we've had, very important VIP people in government, great movie stars, great athletes. We're all over the place. We're not to be discriminated against. We're not to be hated. We have a place on this planet, and we are here for a reason, to keep the population down. Not me. I, did, <laughs> I had two kids, so I screwed that one up. But... Down. Gay people were born and made to keep the population down because if every lesbian and, homos and gay man had children, the population would be outrageous because gay people are in not the millions <clears throat> and not the trillions. I think we're in the zillions throughout the world. So please, if you're a Facebook friend of mine, go on and read what I write. Nothing will offend you or upset you. I try to explain to you 
what I feel and how I feel and why I feel as I do. Um, read it, please. And then post a comment. There you go. Also, uh, we got a ton of people joining us in the chat room. So let's say hi to everybody. Angela, Joseph, hello, Angela. Angie, baby. Cindy, Lady Lake music. Cindy, Lady Lake music. B. Claudia is in Germany. Teresa Sabin is in Florida. Teresa. J.B. Julia, she's in Russia. Russia. I think I saw Backpack John there. I don't know. They're not writing quick enough, but hello, everybody. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Uh, we certainly had a nice weekend going to Malibu. We had a really yeah. good time. And I, I uh, wish I were there now. It's 116 in Palm Springs. Hot as hell. Oh, we want to say hi to Don Hinton, too. Don's in Bakersfield. Hey, Don. And I don't know where Astro is, you guys. He was sitting here, and then he jumped a off, Astro and I don't know where Astro takes he went. a walk. He'll be back. <laughs> you know, we were busy because Jimmy's mic wasn't working, so we were busy trying to do that. And Astro is a very temperamental dog, and he was kissing and didn't get attention for a minute, so he got offended yeah. and said, okay, screw you. Play with the mic. That's I'm fine. going away. But Astro will be back. That's absolutely true. Astro is very much like that. But the heat here really is intense. We're having a heat wave warning. And I'm going to warn all my fellow senior citizens, please do not go to the pool. Please do not go out because we can hit 120. Uh, they say 116 to 118, but that could go to 120. Last year, we had 125. Uh, at 125 degrees, you don't stand a chance out there because when you grow old, you lose muscle and you become thin-skinned. And the heat can definitely boil your blood, cause you to pass out and pass away. We lost a friend who had been drinking heavily and he fell asleep in his car in the driveway when the heat was up and he passed away from it. That was Ron, the actor. Yes, I know. It was Remember when Ron Nina. passed away? What a sweet guy. Ron, yeah. He was on our show and a very sweet actor, but he passed away from the heat. So please, folks, beware of the heat. And if you do go out, wear a hat. Absolutely. They like and, my new and, glasses. And, and, and if you're gay, wear a hat with a bag and shoes to match. <laughs> you got to like love it. So so also, um, oh, somebody wrote something and I was going to make a. Oh, uh, Hub Reynolds is in the chat room, too. Hub Reynolds is still looking for a woman, a bride, a, a lay, anything. If you're a, an attractive woman with a sexy body and you want to meet a hot guy, contact Hub. He's looking. He's really like lonely, lives in a nice house in Georgia, and he's looking for a woman to share it with. So give Hub a buzz and then thank me after your night of romance. There you go. Right, Hub? <laughs> I heard you're a lady killer. I heard, I heard that a lot of women went, ouch, it hurts. Right, Hubby baby. Anyway, today's show is going to be fabulous. He says thanks. And thanks for the publicity. Uh, Sherry Belafonte, as I said before, is a, a friend of mine who I love. Uh, she's a very bright and funny lady. Uh, you have to know Sherry privately. Privately, she's outrageous. She's risque. She's just a, a, a wonderful human being to be around. A very positive thinking woman. And I can't wait for her to come on. No, it'll be a lot of fun. So we're going to have a lot of fun. Let's do a little commercial real quick, you guys. We want to thank everybody for tuning in every week. Um, you can hear us on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, Amazon Prime, and SoundCloud. And uh, uh, Oh, and also, <laughs> I want to comment. Someone wrote in my Facebook, Ron, 
I watched your video of you as a cop in the movie Croker. And how did you learn to speak that way? Because you don't speak that way on your show. Well, my answer, dearest, is it's called acting. <laughs> and you act. You become the part. You read the script. You analyze the character. You think about how you want to portray that character. And then you look in the mirror. And you do all the faces and the sound effects and all of the movements that that character would do. When you feel that character is believable, possibly the camera will find it believable. Therefore, the audience will find it believable. And thank you so much for the compliment that I was fantastic as that mean, stupid cop from Brooklyn who went to Pennsylvania just to push people around because he thought they were hicks. <laughs> Well, and a fun story well, about that. Yeah, but he got his in the end if you watch the movie. <laughs> a fun story about that, though, is that we were at like a 7-Eleven <laughs> yeah. kind of place, and everybody was putting stuff up there, and Ron put all his stuff up there that he wanted to eat because we were all starving, and he was in his cop uniform from the movie. With my gun. With his gun and everything, <clears throat> and and so I had to pay for my stuff, but they let him just take his stuff out. So when we, got, walk out for no, free. when we got outside, I said, Jimmy, food is so cheap here. I said, look, $6 for all of this food. And then we realized that the uh, 7-Eleven did not charge me. I guess because they believe in the old standard. If you charge cops, they're not going to come if somebody's robbing you. So better to feed the cops and keep them happy so that they do come here when you hit the alarm. Well, we had a lot of fun with that. So I, of course, told the cast the story, and they loved it. I said, now let's go to a, an Italian restaurant and see if it happens. But we didn't. It might have happened, though. I know, but I wouldn't do that. It's not fair. It's it's cheating, and I don't do that stuff. I mean, what? Am I going to nickel and dime a restaurant? What are you, nuts, Jimmy? Oh, he is a little nuts. We're not happy today. We're fighting. Mm -hmm. We're not fighting. Well, we're fighting because, you know, Jimmy spends all kind. His computer went, and we had to run to Best Buy, and he carries on for that crappy little stupid computer that I would have thrown in the garbage. Yet, for all the equipment for our show, he doesn't, you know, really get upset about his mic is not working. This is not working. And we need a new one of those boards. No, we need to get rid of all of it. And, and we have to redesign this and update it to what's today. This equipment that we're using, I was using when I started your show 11 years ago. Well, we didn't have a board like that. No, but board. still. But that board Jimmy, doesn't work because we spilled Coke on it. I didn't spill Coke on it. You did. I don't right. drink Coca-Cola that way. We spilled Coke on it, so that's why it doesn't work. I do not drink Coca-Cola. God forbid. Um, can we go on with the show? Yes. I can't wait to see my Sherry baby. Oh, she's our second guest. Oh, okay. Derek is our first guest. There you go. So Derek is really a sweet guy. I've never met him. Yet we're good, good, good friends for many, many years on Facebook. And I'm so impressed with Derek's work record. And uh, when Jimmy tells you all of his goods, you're going to be very impressed also. He's very cool. And I actually met him yesterday because we did a test. Yeah, I've never spoken to him. We've only Facebooked for how many years, Derek? Quite a few years. But it'll be fun meeting him. I know. It's going to be a lot Can we go and do it? No, he's not here yet. Honey. Oh, he's not here yet. You're supposed to talk for 15 minutes. Oh, well, oh, I can talk for four hours, but I don't want to put our audiences to bed. Uh, well, that's like what I said to Sherry. You know, we went to Sue Wong's wonderful luncheon on Sunday up in her Malibu home. And 
Sherry Belafonte jokingly, of course, said, oh, and Ron Russell will never stop talking. And I said, yes, but the ears that listen never stop listening, do they? So if you're an interesting person and you talk a lot, people enjoy it. But if you're a bore, three sentences and you want to put, you know, ice picks in your eye, as they say. So you have to be interesting if you talk a lot. But if you talk a lot and you're boring, don't save people from that. Now, Sherry Belafonte should talk about talking a lot, right? Miss Big Mouth, she talks just as much as I do. But she's funny and she's bright and she's interesting. So I love being in her company. And her husband was with her. And oh, he's Sam very is cool. terrific. His name is Sam Barons, and mm-hmm. he was in um, General well, Hospital. Super soap opera Jake star. In General Hospital, I think he was on Knott's Landing, and mm-hmm. he was in that movie Alive um, about the plane crashes up in the mountains and they ate each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then um, we also met Lee McCloskey there, who was on Dallas for many years, yeah. and he was also on Knott's Landing. And I think we know every soap opera star there was. I mean, are there any left that we haven't met that are alive? Chris, the rocker from Guns N' Roses was there. He's a sweet guy, Guns N' Roses guy. Oh, and Twyla just joined us. Hey, Twyla, how are you? We had a lot of interesting people up at Sue's house. Uh, uh, Marta and Ron were there. Yeah, Marta and Ron Bloom. Who are are wonderful. He's actually the one who wrote the song Into the Night by Benny Bardonis, which is a big hit. And they flew into California from Florida to go to Paul Servino's memorial, which Jimmy and I were going to go to, but Jimmy had his surgery, so we were unable to go. Uh, Paul Servino had just said yes to being the boss in my movie, uh, The Curse of, uh, of Magic. And I was so excited to get Paul to play the mafia boss. And then we heard that he passed away. Yeah, it was terrible. So now we're looking to replace that part. I was thinking of Christopher Walken. I know Christopher Walken. I used to ride the BMT subway with him when we were like 18 years old. Because we both came from the same town and we rode the same subway line, the BMT into Astoria, Queens. And he lived in Astoria, Queens, as well as I did. Are you there, Jim? Are you, you yes, I'm looking for our first guest, so I can oh, okay. see if I... Uh, he, he wasn't feeling well because he said he had a cold, and I hope that he's not going to uh, not appear. Now he'll be here. I talked to him yesterday. Well, if not, he's going to get a wicked, wicked email from me. Of course, you know, if you don't make our show for any reason other than death, we never, <laughs> in, we never invite you back, simply because, and I'm not being a show-off, we have so many requests from people to be on our show. You have no idea. We could do 20 shows a week and still have people wanting to come on our show. So if you do come on our show, it's kind of a privilege because it's a hard show to get on. And we have eight spots a month. Yeah. I mean, like Sherry Belafonte, seven years, eight years, I know her. She's never been on the show. Well, because we keep forgetting, but not forgetting her, but just forgetting, you know, that that she would do the show. And now finally, after all these years, she's doing our show. So we, we really jumped the line. You know, we had other people that would have been doing it today, but we pushed Sherry to the head of the line. She's fabulous. Mm -hmm. Also. So Julia, my knee is doing okay. I had the staples taken out yesterday. I'm still, uh, you know, walking with, uh, with assistance. Um, but I'm doing much better every day gets a little teeny bit better. And uh, so hopefully, you know, another couple of weeks will be in great shape. And yet, thank you for asking. And yes, I only drink lemonade as I have written. And as I've tell you now, I do not drink alcohol. Um, 
Alcohol is loaded with sugar, and sugar is not good for you. Also, I don't like to be out of control. I like to be in control. I could never be. I mean, years ago when I was a kid, we used to drink, and I would get dizzy and throw up. My feet would go over my head in bed at night. I'd say, I'm never going to do this again as I was vomiting. So I never drank really well, and I'm, I don't drink. This is lemonade in my cup, folks. Yes, absolutely. Um, and Jimmy not, doesn't drink. And Jimmy drink doesn't smoke. So it's a pleasure being with somebody who doesn't do the things that you don't do. If Jimmy smoked and drank, we, I don't think we'd be together still. Because who wants to kiss an ashtray mouth? And who wants to sit there listening to some babbling drunk, go on and on nonsense conversation? Not me. Absolutely. <clears throat> I agree. Right. That's why you love and adore and worship me, right? Because I don't smoke and I don't drink. Yes. And I'm the, and I'm telling them now, repeat after me, Jimmy, you're the handsomest man in the world. You're the handsomest man in the world. See, that's why we get along. <laughs> I mean, you know, what is he going to do? <laughs> There's no choice. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Um, okay, so I think what we'll do, maybe we'll take a music break real quick. So, okay, uh, Derek, where are I, you? I know, he's in he's in London, so maybe we're having some trouble going to London. We shouldn't be, but let's do this. So, uh, uh, Juan, 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 our fabulous engineer. Let's play um, uh, Stefano over you. It's his brand new single. Uh, you guys, I think, will enjoy it, and I'll try and, and message everybody Derek. has gone nuts over Stefano. I want you to know that I've got so many comments and messages about Stefano. Yeah, it's absolutely very cool. So everybody check it out. This is Stefano. The name of the song is Over You. Enjoy. And hopefully we'll be back with Derek in one minute. Some 
What happened? Yeah, that was are. the brand new single "Over You" by uh, Stefano. He was so nice last week. He actually invited us. He was playing at a, like a really high end nightclub, and he invited us, but we couldn't go because I couldn't walk yet. Um, well, let me tell you what's nice about being friends with Stefano. Besides being friends with him, which is a treat, and his and his a wife, of course, is a dreamboat. They're both a lovely couple. When we are invited to his concerts, we get VIP. VIP means the best seating, and we don't pay. So what's better than that? So it's nice to have friends in high places, I always say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, you know, Mr. Blackwell, who was the worst 10-dress list guy for years and years, was a buddy of mine. I mean, we were like brothers. And he used to advise me and say, Ron, you're media. You're a reporter. You're press. Never go anywhere yes. and pay. Because you have to realize that they're going to get free publicity, free PR, and free press from you. The least they could do is host you. And I keep that to mind always. I never go anywhere that Jimmy and I would have to pay for a ticket, even if it's a $3 ticket, $2 ticket. I won't do it because having Jimmy and I there, there at your affair or, or, or function is publicity. And I hate to tell you what publicity costs. A lot of money. Just ask some of Jimmy's clients what they have to pay. <laughs> well, it's a lot of money because it's a lot of work to get your name out there, keep it out there, get you on the shows, get you in the magazines, get you in the press. You know, you could, publicity made Jane Mansfield, who was nobody really, and Jaja Gabor, who was less than Jane Mansfield, famous. So I forgot what I'm talking about. Publicity. Publicity. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Anyway, where is Derek? I don't know. Derek, if you stand me up, I promise I will fly to London and grab you by your wang and swing you around the room and let you loosen through a window. We did a test yesterday, and he made a post on Facebook an hour ago, so I don't know where he is, but Derek. I sent him messages. I'm sending a message, but we have to talk about something else while we're working on it. So what would you like to talk about? We saw a couple of good well, let's movies. Let's talk about me. I'm the most interesting thing to talk about. Let's talk about how handsome I am, how tall and thin I am, and how young I am. And let's talk about what a liar I am. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Anyway, <clears throat> I got to talk about a Sherry Belafonte story. Um, Sherry Belafonte and I were at a friend, I think it was one of her relatives, beautiful mansion here in Palm Springs at a very fabulous party. And Sherry and I were laying on the sofa together, just kind of hugging and talking. And I said, you know, Sherry, I love you. And she said, why do you love me? I said, what do you mean? Why do I love you? Oh, I should not love you. I should not like you. I said, I love you because of all the things you are. She said, yeah, but you really don't know me. This is years ago. You really don't know me. I said, listen, I don't give bullshit love like everybody else. I love you to the moon and back. That one I throw up from. When people say to me, oh, Ron, I love you to the moon and back, I say, get original. Say you love me to Venus and back or Mars and back, but not the moon. I'm tired of all this lovey crap that Hollywood does. I love you. I adore you. I, I worship you. And then you don't put them in a movie and they say, oh, that son of a bitch. You know. It's all fault. Where'd you go, Jim? Pee pee. Oh, you're gonna call Derek? I thought he had to go pee pee. Anyway, um, you know, phony baloney stinks. If you can't be honest, be nothing. But don't be a phony. All this, darling, how are you? You look fabulous. Meanwhile, you're 500 pounds with warts and pus coming out of your pimples on your face, and you're bald and you have no teeth. 
And they say, darling, you're gorgeous, you're fabulous, and you're full of shit. That's what I say to them, to myself. Just say, hey, Ron, how you doing? Feeling good? Looking healthy? That's a compliment. Uh, Jimmy went to call Derek. We don't know what happened with Derek, but we've been having this lately with some of our guests, and we really don't like it. But what can you do, folks? You're stuck with me. Uh, let's talk about something. What can we talk about? Let's talk. I don't want to do politics. I don't do religion. I don't do. What am I going to talk about? Uh, baloney, 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 macaroni. Uh, let's talk about my neighbors. We met two nice fellas in our pool, and he's coming on our show, and his name is Ryan. And Ryan is has written over 150 love books, but gay love books. So I, I don't ask him questions at the pool because I like to keep my interviews fresh. So I have, hang on, so I have no idea what Ryan writes, how it happened or whatever. But when he comes on our show, we will find out what made him start writing these books and how he became so famous. And he's written over 150. And he said to me, straight women buy them more than gay men. So we have to find all of that out. All right. His now. name is Ryan Field. Look up his books, purchase them, and read them, and then come in our chat room and let me know what you think of his books. There you go. All right. Now we're going to bring on our first guest, you guys, Derek Lyons. He's, he's here now. And uh, let's <clears throat> rock and roll and bring him in. He was on the wrong link. He was on our test link that we did yesterday. Oh, you son of a hey! bitch. Look at him, the son of a bitch. <laughs> Hi, guys. How are you? I can't hear you very well. Well, you're going to hear me now. You gave me a friggin' heart attack. I thought you weren't coming on. <laughs> no, I was on the wrong link. Uh, sorry about that. Can you can you turn the mic up a bit? I, don't... Uh, I think it's on. Uh, hang on. Let's yeah, see. He's trying. Can you hear it's us very, now? It's very faint at my end. Uh, is your volume on your computer up or on your phone? Is your volume up all the way? Uh, yeah, on, on my phone, I can, I, yeah, I can go to set. I don't know. Settings. I don't know what you should do. Just, just hit the. I've volume only been on button. Zoom before, not this one. Just hit the hit the volume button on the on your phone and and make sure your volume is up all yeah, the way. Yeah, I've done that one. I've done that volume. Unless I go, let me just go into let me go into settings. Hang on. Okay. Uh, let me look here. Media output. Hang on. English. Oh yes, he's Media. English. Everybody, you guys. He's, oh, he, he's, he's in the UK. He's almost. No, 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 no. It's not right. No, just still got more. He speaks almost Cockney. He's yeah, let me really look at this. Look at the volume settings. Hang on. Uh, let me go to. I oh know. We're me getting go lessons, to, folks. Lessons in computers. And uh, just, sorry about this. Uh, let me just go here. Uh, let me go to, to my settings on my phone. Hang on. Somebody in the chat room um, says they uh, know it. Somebody in sounds the... vibrations. Uh, sound. Volume. Is that better? No. No. Well, let me speak. Is that Mute. better? Uh, let me see. You want us to shout? We'll shout. <laughs> sorry. Uh, I'm from, it says I'm from, sound vibration, no. Um, oh, fuck it. Just sound, go on. Derek, Derek, oh, forget it. Forget it. Forget it. We'll just, sound we'll effects. Talk loud. We'll, we'll talk just, loud. I'm from Brooklyn. I can put, we speak I can loud. put some headphones in if you want me to. That may oh, make yeah, it easier. Put yeah, put headphones in. Yeah, put headphones on. Put, yes. a, put a mic Let me up see. your ass. I've only got the thing. Hang on a second. Put a mic up your ass. I don't care what you do, but get, get the show on the road. Derek, Derek, Derek. <laughs> Derek's a legend. Somebody named Dean Frank and DeSamier is in the chat. What a, what a way to meet Derek. You sure you're not going deaf, you old goat? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, you guys. Now we have what? dead air. I loved it. You know, only on okay, live, live TV can this crap happen. Uh, hey, you're back. So you you're a professional. Right. Hear us? He's, he's putting it in now. He's putting them in now. There we go. Yay. Can you hear us now? Oh, he's going to put him in his ear. He's going to put him in his ear. All right. Sorry. Uh, are we going to kill? We're not. You know what? You've invited me to see you when I come to London, and when I do, I'm going to punch, punch you right in the face. I'm going to punch you right in the mouth when I see you. What is he doing? Tap dancing. He's putting a, He's putting the headphones in, and he's putting right, them on. Really his head. Usually. How long does it take to plug in a headphone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Now, can oh, you hear us? Yeah, can you... sorry. Hello, well, I, wa I want you to hear this. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> that you're making our show look like crap. So, actually, Derek, can you turn your phone sideways? Can you turn it sideways or no? Uh, It'll take up more of the screen. Let me see. Uh, yeah, I yes. can do that. Yeah. yeah, that's much better. You look handsome now. <laughs> All right. Now the angles, ready. the angles, really strange. Uh, okay. okay. Look, 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 okay. Look, up, look, Ron, look up there. Look at that. That's Jane Russell, yeah. my buddy, my my good buddy. And next to right. uh, Mitchum, <laughs> and and Bobby Mitchum, her best friend. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the super talented. I guess she does a little bit of everything, but um, mostly I know him as an actor. So we'll say uh, actor, entertainer, Derek Lyons. Hello and welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Thank you very much for inviting me, Jimmy. I love you dearly. And my dear, lovely friend, Ron Russell. I love you. Yes. Too. And you're you're a big shot in, in, in England. Actually, there's people in the chat room. Say Could hi be. to everybody in the chat room. Say hi to everybody. Hi, guys. In the hi, guys. Peace uh, and love. Holy Krishna. Somebody... Now, listen, I, I, I don't know much about you. I just know what I get on Facebook. And I know that yeah. you know you know so many celebrities, all the people you've taken. I mean, Harrison Ford, I see you in Star Wars and all these great yeah. movie stars. So you want to run through a couple of like we like name dropping. So do I. Oh, okay, uh, uh, okay. I've um, I've met uh, Sir Lawrence Olivier, um, Andy Hopkins, Jack Nicholson, uh, Kim, uh, Kim, uh, what's her name? What's her name? Kim, uh, Lorraine Hutton, uh, Betty Davis, uh, Elizabeth Taylor, uh, Rock Hudson. I spent some time with Rock Hudson. Uh, who else is there? Robert um, Mitchum, Julie Robert Andrews. Mitchum, Robert Mitchum. Yeah, I've got a picture here of Robert and me. I'll just show you. Look. Jonathan Reese Davies. Yeah, John Reese Davies. There's me and Robert. Look. Oh, look how, how young. young you are. You look, like I Donald, know. you look like Donald Trump when he was young. Uh, oh, don't say that. Someone else has said that. You're terrible. <laughs> no, Donald Trump was good looking. When he was young. When we're going to build a wall. There's a guy. There's a guy in the chat room, Dave Hughes. He's from the UK, and he says that. Good evening, Derek. I know a good mate of yours, Graham Cole. Do you know know somebody named Graham Cole? Yeah, Graham. I I worked with Graham on a TV show called The Bill. It was a cop show for five years. I played PC Craig Lovell, and uh, you know um, Graham Cole played uh, Stamp. He's oh, he's actually the go. most famous of the lot. Yeah. And then there's a, somebody in there named Dean Frank and Sammy, and they say Derek's a legend. So you have your fan base is following. Oh, oh thank yeah. you. Well, you know what? It's funny. Uh, Spencer Wilding, who who's a new uh, Darth Vader, and also he um, uh, does lots of monsters and Doctor Who, etc. He what, years ago he said to me, "You know, Derek, you're a fucking legend. You are. You're a fucking legend." So uh, <laughs> excuse my uh, my swearing. 
But um, you can swear. But, you yeah. can swear. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, anyway, did he? Um, did he? What, did he fuck you? How did he know you were a legend? <laughs> you dirty bastard! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I've, I've, listen, I've been around the blocks, baby. Ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I knew Rock Hudson and uh, yeah. uh, Betty Davis really well, and uh, Elizabeth Taylor well. What did you yeah. think of Betty, Elizabeth, and Rock? Well, uh, Elizabeth, sorry, Elizabeth Taylor works on a movie called with Pierce, Brod, uh, Pierce Brosnan, the Bond guy, uh, on a film called Mirror Crack, uh, directed by Guy Hamilton at Twickenham Studios in 1980. And um, I, I, was, I hung out with um, Kim Novak's makeup artist, who was also, her husband was her plastic surgeon, too. And uh, so one day I was sitting in the, in the, uh, in the, having breakfast with her, this German lady, and I said, who was this in this movie? It's my first day, you know. And I was cast as one of the Queen's guards. Hello. And um, so, <laughs> ding dong. And so what happened was, um, uh, she said, oh, that, that, this was Taylor, there she is now. And I'll be honest with you, I mean, she's a beautiful looking woman. When I saw this woman, she had no makeup on, her hair was over disheveled. I thought it was the cleaning lady. I didn't realize it was, I couldn't believe it. Absolutely. So anyway, in, a few days later, I, I went up to her, I said, Miss Taylor, I said, I'm a massive fan of yours. And, uh, you know, uh, may I have the autograph? And I know, don't normally do that on films. And she looks at me up and down. She went, hmm, okay. <laughs> and she, 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 that's all she said. But yeah, and also, so Rock Hudson, uh, I'll be honest with you, I mean, I loved him. And I, I, used to, I spoke to uh, Doris Day a few years ago through her, you know, I emailed her because that was her best friend. Right. And she sent me a lovely, she sent me a lovely photograph signed to, to my biggest and best fan because I mentioned Rock. And um, anyway, Rock Hudson, um, he, I was dressed in this, I had this black, like, Mary Quant wig. I was dressed in the period, and it was obviously, Mirror Crack was a, uh, they were filming a film, filming a film within a film, and Rock Hudson was a director. And Sam, Sam Kidd uh, bring, does a scene where the assistant director comes up to me, and, and then Rock Hudson then walks along the line, and I'm, I can see me quite clear. And I, I have to do reaction with, uh, with Rock, and he goes, so these are the Queen's Guards. They look yeah. more like ballerinas. That, that, you know? that voice of his, that baritone. Yeah, yeah huh? a great voice. And, huh? and he, anyway, but after that, he kept coming up to me and rather looking in my eyes, because I had this really, these green tights on, which showed my, my meat and two veg quite distinctly, you know. <laughs> meat and two veg. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, he came up when he went to look at me and went, Hello, you're my, hello, my young friend, and how are you today? I end up going in having coffee in his room, invite me to his room. And he would lay, he would like, because, you know, he, he couldn't remember script very well. And he Not at the, all. No, he was on the, he was on the, laying on, on, on the floor. I'm not sure he's doing, he was laying down on the carpet. I said, Rock, can I come in? I'll come in. So I sat down on the carpet with him, just had a few chats about, I can't remember what we talked about, to be honest with you. Lovely guy. And funny enough, when Rock sadly died of HIV, um, I went to the very first, um, uh, what's it called, uh, uh, fundraising event uh, in, mm -hmm. in, 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 in honor of Rock Hudson. Like we did that in the UK when it was very, very kept, very, you know, people didn't want to go around people with HIV or, or AIDS, as we right. call it, you know. And I had lots of friends, sadly, a few, about three or four friends who, who sadly died. Um, now, Rock was lovely. Um, and um, oh, there's one Betty, I could tell you a funny Betty, story. Betty, Betty, Betty Davis, who I really knew well, so let's yeah. get that one out. All right, Betty Davis. No, I know she's lovely. She at the time I worked with her, it was a film called I was meant to be a, a student, um, student actor on a film. I think it was a I think it could have been Agatha Christie. I'm sure. I think is it Murder with Mirrors? 
Um, something like that. I can't remember. Anyway, so Betty Davis, she's sitting right beside me, and she's in a wheelchair, sadly. And one of the other supporting artists, I never use the word extra, it's one of the supporting artists went up to her with this beautiful Betty Davis book, and she signed it for him. I looked at her, I smiled at her. I said, Miss Davis, would you like a cup of tea? She looked at me and said, yes, okay. <laughs> She's quite abrupt. And I got a cup of tea for her and I sat down with her. I, I was so in awe of her because I loved her, all about Eve and all those Hollywood things. I'm a bit. If, if, if you ever hmm. called Betty Davis up, she never said goodbye. You would be oh, really? in the middle of, oh, you, you would be saying, okay, Betty, then I will <laughs> click, click. She just hung up on you. Uh, really? she, she just yeah, she just hung up the phone. She never ever said, "Well, Ron, goodbye." Just click. Hang on, and the me... other one that did that was Jane Russell. Also. Did that at times also, and another star that I knew never said goodbye. They just did yep. click. So hang on, I got to do a little bragging a little bit just to tell people because they're asking, "What have you been in?" So here, oh, he's been in everything. Go. So you guys, here's some of the stuff that well, he's worked that well, he's worked on. Well, let Jimmy do it, Derek. All right, yeah, so sure. you guys. He was in Star Wars A New Hope in 1976, Flash Gordon, Crawl, mm. The Living Daylights, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, Loch Ness, A Kiss Before Dying, Goldeneye, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Superman 4, Superman 2, Octopussy, Life Force, A View to a Kill, Supergirl, Yentl, The Lords of Discipline, Victor Victoria as a dancer, and the original Star Wars. And there's a lot more of them. I just picked out the ones everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a picture here. Me sat with Sam Jones a, few, a couple years ago. You know, mm. plays Flash Gordon, and there's me arm wrestling him. Look, yeah, that's awesome. I love Sam Jones. We may be working. Uh, lovely guy. <clears throat> he's, he's a lovely guy. Well, when you when you speak to him, say you met Derek, who gave you the sure arm will. wrestle. Yeah, <laughs> no, the, he he may be in uh, one of Jimmy's movies. We're we're talking about it. I love Flash Gordon. I yeah. would love to play Flash Gordon at 82 years old. That'd be great. Well, I don't think it would be attractive, but it would be maybe a good comedy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually bought so I collect action figures and I actually bought him a Flash Gordon doll, but not, yeah, not, not Ming, Sam Jones. Ming, I, Ming the merciful. Ming. I, I got he has a Flash. I was a Mongo man. I was, there a, you are. I was an Aquarian, Mongo man, and uh, Alborian. And I can tell some really good funny funny stories on that about uh, Richard Richard O'Brien and Onella Mutti. And a few others, quite interesting stories. If you want any stories on that, we Ron, love Ron any, loves any gossip, any dirt. Will it? Well, all ears. Well, actually, uh, well, Richard O'Brien, who actually wrote Rocky Horror, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which I love, um, he, he used to invite me into his room upstairs. Uh, and you know, he quite liked me as this kind of voice, you know. I'm Richard O'Brien, you know, he played, um, what's he called? The, what's the, the character he played in, uh, in uh, uh, Rocky Horror? Oh, I can't remember now. Uh, anyway, so. He said, Derek, would you like to come in and have a just smoke a joint with me? So I did. <laughs> so I took his phone with Richard O'Brien, you know, fabulous. But um, I got on very well with Ornella Mutti, the Italian actress. And I used to go to her room because I speak Portuguese. So I understood her makeup artist who was Italian. So I kind of conversed with him to talk things out for Ornella. Well, I was almost like an assistant to Ornella Mutti to a degree. Uh, no funny stuff, though. She was very sweet. Um, John Osborne, the playwright, I ended up uh, drinking in his little Willy Bago. Uh, I said to the first assistant, Michael Stevenson, I said, look, John Osborne has invited me into his um, his dress, you know, his dressing room to have a drink. He said, that's okay, Derek. Yeah, that's all right. And, but I didn't realize at the time, you know, I, I, I mean, when I was young, I was like a good chicken, as you know, in the business. And, and, I, and, <laughs> and the thing is, I, I was approached by all, all the casting people, you know. Uh, I mean, you know, I won't go into the whole history, but, you know, it depends. So 
So I'm, I'm sitting with John Osborne, and, 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 he, and he had like 10 pints, 10 bottles of red wine. So I finished about two bottles of wine with him, and I went back and sat totally pissed. And um, yeah, great. I mean, he was a great, and he was apparently he was um, a bisexual, homosexual. Totally, totally pissed means shit faced. Means yeah, shit faced. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In, inebriated. Inebriated. Okay. Loaded. But yeah, yeah, loaded. I mean, Robert Mitchum. I'll get back to Robert if I may. Robert Mitchum. Uh, I was working on a thing called Reunion Fairbrow with uh, Deborah Carr and uh, Kerr, you could say as well. And I remember uh, he was very, very, he loved the supporting artists, you know, because I've always been an actor. I trained as an actor. I, was, I did supporting artists and little bits and pieces, you know. And I did very well at some point, but I never wanted to be famous, really, to be honest with you. Like Johnny Depp, you know, and photographs taken. You walk up to right. the house. Uh, I hate that stuff. So uh, um, Rob Mitchum, he came up to me. I was, I was like playing this young guy, and it, uh, I was meant to be one of the, the grandsons of something. And uh, he came up to me, and it was to me and two other people. He goes, hey, uh, you have a Taylor story about my friend in Vietnam? He had a dick like a donkey. <laughs> uh, that's Robert Mitchum. He, he and Jane Russell used to drink a lot. And believe yeah, it or not, yeah. Jane mm. Russell drank him under the table. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. wow. She used to brag about that all the time. She used to say to me, I, drew, I drank Bobby under the table. Robert uh, Mitchum. <laughs> well, I see Robert Mitchum. I was so in awe. I've met lots of well-known people. But Robert Mitchell, when I had that photograph I showed you earlier, I thought, yeah, you know, uh, me and Robert, um, that one obviously here, uh, and a guy called Roy Beck, who was his stand-in, took it, and um, I went up to Robert, and he, he, you know, he put his glasses on by this time, and I just thought, God, can I ask him to take his glasses off, you know? And I thought, because oh, no, he could, you know, he, I, he got, he, he kind of liked me, because at the time I think I looked a bit like on, on reflection. I looked a bit like Christopher Mitchum when I was younger as well. I, I've morphed into different people. And, he, and, he, and he, I think he kind of liked, because I had a similar face to his, one of his sons. And um, uh, anyway, so he, he came, he, um, he, I said, could I have a photograph taken with you? And he said, well, sure. But I, I was so nervous of asking him. Uh, I feel like I'm Woody Allen now. I'm getting, I'm getting erratic now. Um, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't really, um, well, I didn't, couldn't have the guts to actually ask him to take the glasses off, you know. He was, he was my hero. I mean, him and Steve McQueen are my heroes. Did you ever meet Steve McQueen? No, but I, I worked with a guy called Angus Lenny who played the mole in The Great Escape. Um, uh, Angus was a, a, a gay man, a dancer, who did lots of variety here. He always played the, one of the ugly sisters in I think we call it in England called Pantomime. And, um, and he says, oh, Daddy, you know, uh, we had like extra time on the film in Germany because um, – um, and Steve loved me because he knew I was gay. And so I would, I would go in the back of his back and he'd give me rides all, all, all over through the forest and all that stuff because I wasn't a threat to him, you know. But, yeah, and I, I met about three. I met uh, Ali McCraw a few years ago and spoke to her about Steve and a friend of mine called Marshall Terrell. He writes lots of books, to uh, biographies on McQueen and other such people. And he was uh, he's, he did a book with Barbara Minty, which was McQueen's last wife. So I've had all these interconnections, you know. I worked, I worked with Gordon Jackson and Richard Attenborough, who worked on The Great Escape, you know. So I've had some kind of connection, you know, three degrees oh. of separation. Yes. 
six degrees of separation. Absolutely. Oh, six degrees, yeah. I thought it was three. No, mine, mine, is, mine is three, not six. Sorry. <laughs> that, that happens here in Hollywood also. <laughs> if, you're, if you're well connected in Hollywood, you could work. Because friends get you in and friends tell other friends to do it. So yeah. it's, a, it's a, a family. Well, I'll tell, I tell you a quick story. There's a guy, a, a director called Peter Hunt, who directed On Majesty's Secret Service. And he was the uh, lighting, he was the editor of, of, for the first Doctor No film right the way through to, uh, and he said, I'm leaving Eon if you don't give me a film. So he got A Majesty's Secret Service, obviously uh, with uh, George Lazenby, the Australian actor. And uh, anyway, when I was working on a film called uh, Last Days of Pompeii, I was standing in on it and uh, uh, for almost nine weeks at Pinewood Studios. And uh, Peter Hunt, you know, he, he was he a was gay guy. He was very sweet. And he used to give me lifts home every night and stuff. And, and um, one day he was looking for the lens, you know, for the lens. And he said to me, he says, no, Derek, you know who you remind me of? I said, who? You look like a young, uh, um, uh, what's his name? A German actor, an uh, Australian actor. Uh, uh, not class foreman. Um, oh, it came to uh, Oscar Ver. You look like a young Oscar Werner. Do you know who that Oscar, is? I have no idea who that yeah, is. Yeah, Oscar Werner, he was in a film called The Dam, but he's also in a film, uh, what is it called now? Fahrenheit 429. He's quite known. I mean, if you type Oscar Werner with O-S-K, yeah. But anyway, he, he was great. So it was quite a couple of but Anyway, Peter, sorry, Peter invited me. He said, I was living with a girl at the time, and he sent me a one-way ticket to go to Hollywood in 84 because he lived in Bel Air. He said, Derek, no funny stuff. You can come live with me and, and Nikos, my partner, and I will get your teeth down and I will, you know, <laughs> Hollywood smile. I will, I will get you trained up and I will help your career. But guess what? Stupid guy didn't do it. Okay. Now, you were more than an extra. You were a featured player. Yes, I was. Obviously, I, I, you know, the way I've, I've been, when I did the, Brit the BFI, the British Film uh, Institute, um, premiere for Elstree 1976's movie, which I did. I've got him in two documentaries, this one here, Elstree 1976, right? I'm in that documentary uh, with about 10 other actors. And the thing is that I said on stage at the premiere, uh, at, the, at, the, at the premiere, I said, look, if I were an extra, I'd be a dot in the landscape on Ben-Hur. But if I'm doing a scene with Harrison Ford, whether I'm going, yes, sir, or yep, that, or react. That, that's a featured it's, player. It's a featured player. But in this country, sadly, because we have this stupid class system where, you know, I come from a working class family. My grandfather was a Jewish tailor. And that's another story in a minute. I'll tell you about it in a minute. With North oh, wait a minute. So, so they were just considering you only an extra? Yeah, they, they, they didn't want to. Uh, see, a lot of, see, the central casting and the union, it was created by the British Film Producers Association to get actors on the cheap. Roger Moore, Sean Connery, you name it, they all started at Central Casting, or where I, I started. And then obviously they, they, you know, obviously Roger Moore had uh, Dorothy Squires, the rich American singer, and that he helped, that she helped his career. And then uh, that's, that's how it happens. It's all, it's all to do with connections and, but I never see, I never really pushed myself enough and well, wait, you know, let me just let me explain yeah. to our our audience. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, here in the United States, a featured player is a person who doesn't really have a character in the movie, but they're in the film and they have dialogue with someone, either the star or another person, and they are called a featured player. An that's extra right. is someone like Derek said that's way in the background; you can barely see them if you're lucky. <clears throat> they're called atmosphere. Atmosphere, yeah. our country. 
But Derek yeah. <laughs> is a featured Derek is a featured player. Well, thank so you so you're much. On a, you're on a soap opera too. Though. No, but it's, it's what opera, you are, right? Blanche. It's what you are, Blanche. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Well, when I was on the TV show called The Bill, which is some <laughs> kind of soap opera, um, I, I, I started as a, as a walk on three. Now, when you remember of Equity, um, Nigel Hawthorne, the British actor, yes, he signed, he signed my um, when I joined Equity. He was one of the people, my my late friend who died of HIV, Paul Alva. He they they actually sponsored me when I joined Equity in about eighty three, and. Um, so when I started doing lots of TV, I featured stuff on French and Saunders and, and all these different comedy shows. And then um, I did EastEnders, which is soap opera. And then when I got the bill, I thought, this is the time I'm going to not do any more film work. I'm going to really focus on being an actor and getting a part in this and use it as a, as a, as a jumping ball, a ball to jumping ball to something better. And um, sadly, circumstances happened where I lost my the recession hit in this country uh, in 1991, and then I lost my flat, and then uh, I had to leave the business for a while until I, until I went back and did Loch Ness in 95. Wait, you were in EastEnders, though? Yeah, I, I, did, I, I, yeah I did a few characters. I, I was actually uh, a yuppie. Now, yuppie is like a, it's an English thing we used to call like a posh guy, lots of money. Yes, know, uh, that's what it is city. here. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing so here. I, I, Same thing here. Yeah, I was a yuppie in the in the, in the wine bar called the Dagmar with Wilmot Brown, and I was in the last episode with Angie um, and Angie uh, Anita Dobson, who plays Angie. Uh, who that's a really big show, though, right? In England, that's yeah, yeah, like yeah, a big yeah. show. It, it was better in, from when I started in '84. It was really good, and I was just going back as a regular, regular art, support on artists on it. And I was featured as a one one day I was a a, a, a kind of clone, you know, gay clone with moustaches and uh, gay clone. Then I then I was a, a TV TV repair man, um, and then I then I was um, quite a bit of dialogue here and there. It was quite good. Yeah, it was quite fun. Mm -hmm. You see, I I get a lot of movie work. You know why? Yeah, I sleep I sleep with the producer. Well, that's what I should do. <laughs> Jimmy's my producer. No, seriously, I have to. <laughs> I have to clarify that. I am in other. Pe I am in other people's films as well. But yeah, uh, I saw. I saw. I saw one of your. I saw that one when you played the detective. You played a, a, a policeman, and you. You. you oh, your, the nasty cop from Brooklyn that, that talked like that was, this. Yeah, yeah over there. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm talking really like a New York Brooklyn jerk. But uh, I love playing that part because I had freedom. Uh, yeah. the, direct, the director said, Ron, you know, do it. And I said, is it overacting? He said, not at all. He said, it's totally what we think. We Pennsylvanians think of Brooklyn people. So they all said that it was very authentic. Well, it was because I'm from Brooklyn. And oh, I, wow. spoke I spoke like everybody I grew up with. And yeah. people do Jim speak like that. Yeah, well, I met a guy years ago who <clears throat> was from Yon uh, a place called Yonkers. That's even worse, the Bronx. I can't do it. They go, the white, the white, the white, the white, like, no, like, no, like, yeah. Are you talking yeah. to me? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Are you looking at me? <laughs> Are you fucking looking at me? Don't you look at me, I'll fucking kiss you. <laughs> no, the, bro the bro bro Bronx people, you know, Bronx people make fun of Brooklyn people. Oh, right. They yeah. say, oh, oh all the Brooklyn, those, those Ital the Italian Brooklyn people, you know, they don't know how to speak English. Yeah, well, yeah. the people up in the Bronx, when we hear them, it's a joke. Also, New Jersey, New Jersey yeah. people, we say Joyzy. Where are you from? I'm from Joyzy. 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 Yeah. 
So, you know, we all have accents. But I go to England a lot. My friend James Jessup lives in Lancaster. 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 They yeah. speak one sort of English. Then if That's I go right. to London, I hear another sort of England. English. You hear like, then I, yeah. Then I hear Cockney in certain places. Then I hear very, oh, how are you, darling? That yeah. phony, <laughs> phony shit English. Yeah, so, you have, what you, what you have is, yeah, you have the Cockney accent. My sister, she's, she's very much like, what, mate? What, yeah, what, yeah, what? Right, right. Like, like, and, like, and my, like, like my honey bunch, Jason Statement. Mm. <laughs> oh, Jason. <laughs> Did you ever work That's with Jason? Favorite. Did no, you ever work favorite. with Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got a great body. He's, he's very fit. Oh, used to be a, I, if I ever work with Jason Statement, it's going to hit the press. Jason <laughs> Statement was attacked by an actor. He likes. Know, he he was a very good uh, a good diver, wasn't he? Very. He studied. He was a. He I was wish a he'd dive. I wish he would dive on me. Ding dong! Here we go. Mm -mm, that Jason <laughs> Statement has got it all, boy. Let me tell you. Uh, it's his favorite. No, but a lot of English actors are terrific. We've had such wonderful. I mean, we love Maggie Smith over here like crazy. And my new love, who you're going to agree with me, and I'm only dying to be in a movie with her. Yes. Is, uh, Michelle Dockery. Michelle Dockery. Michelle Dockery. I'm not sure who she is, dear boy. Uh, Winston Churchill. It's almost like uh, Terry Thomas. Ding dong. <laughs> no, she was in Downton, Downton Abbey. She played oh, right. I, Lady I'm Mary. Something. She played Lady Mary. Oh she's right, yeah, I think brilliant. I yeah. She's a brilliant actor. I, I, I worked mean, with I worked with Elizabeth Elizabeth Montgomery McGovern. Yeah, she's a sweetie. I worked with uh, her on a film called Ragtime. I had a little bit in that one with uh, you know the actor called Robert Joy. No. All right, okay. Robert Joy appeared in a film called Atlantic City with Burt Lancaster. Burt Lancaster. <laughs> my oh my. Me and Tony. Me and Tony Curtis had a good time. <laughs> Tony, I loved. You know, Tony. Yeah, was I love my Tony. Good, yeah, my, he was my friend. Yeah, Tony was a buddy. Yeah, miss him a well, lot. When I met Tony, uh, I, I was invited to his um, <clears throat> art exhibition in Hampstead, just where obviously uh, Elizabeth Taylor used to live, and that's where I'm from. I'm from that area, and um, I went past this gallery one day, the Gasso Gallery, and I said, "What's oh yes, Tony Curtis?" Okay, and she would like to come along. I said, "Well, because I did work." Uh, I actually have a my father's uh, uh, girlfriend was no new Cary Grant and Tony Curtis pretty well. And that, maybe after two, that story another time. But anyway, so she said, come along to the uh, opening. So I went to the opening. And I, had my, I was married then. I was married for 18 years, sadly. And um, uh, I went <laughs> I went up to Tony Curtis, you know, and I got this book signed, another such thing. And I saw a really good picture of me. He was blind as the bat, you know. And I went up to him and my wife's next to me. And my wife did look a bit like a drag artist, I must admit. But um, <laughs> not, as, not, not as pretty as you, Ron. <laughs> and uh, I, I went up to Tony. I said, Tony, I said, um, could you put two Derek and Carol? So he looks He looks at me and looks at Carol. He says, which one's Carol? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just Tony's humor. Yeah, it's funny. Because I, I spent three days with Tony Curtis shoulder to shoulder at yeah, the, yeah. Convention, the convention center in Palm Springs. Wow. So we really got to know each other eight hours a day. You know, we had nothing to yeah, do with bull I loved him, yeah. bullshit in between signings. And mm -hmm. Tony Curtis, I I, got, I said to him, are you, are you gay? He said, no, I'm not gay. I just have sex with everybody. He so does. he was very open and funny. But that's a Tony Curtis joke. I said to him when I first met him, you know, mm. people tell me that we look alike. 
He said, no, yeah. we don't. He said, I'm much no, better. No, you do. You he, do. Said he, was, he said he was much better looking. So that was Tony's joke. And then What's, somebody stopped at, at his booth and asked me if I was his son. And Tony really? said, no. Tony <laughs> said, no, he's my daughter. <laughs> so, you know, Tony had those one-liners. And, he, yeah, and yeah, Jane, yeah. Jane Russell was signing. That's why I was there. Uh, and he didn't stop busting Jane Russell's chops the whole time. Really, really, really. Oh, he didn't leave her alone about her brassiere and her this and that. Uh, really. and Tony Curtis was, as you know, would be a funny, yeah. funny fellow. Well, I, I heard a story. You know the TV show The Persuaders? Yeah, sure. Roger Moore and Tony Curtis. Apparently, they did have a liaison. Could be. I think so. I think it's true. And people won't like that for me, or the Bond people, but I think it's true. Uh, you know, and Hollywood, then, Hollywood is so bisexual. It happens, yeah. Really... Like, look, look at Cary Grant. He used to wear uh, silk knickers. knickers Not know? only that, but my friend, Mr. Blackwell, the 10 worst dress list, had a three-way with Randolph Scott and Cary Grant. When Ding dong, Blackwell, that would have been fun. When Blackwell was young, he was gorgeous. He was very really? Really? And I understand very endowed. So he was. He made it with Caesar Romero and Tyrone Power as well. Yeah. All oh, right, you're Caesar because people didn't realize he. And also Raymond Burr. Did you see? Yeah. Did you see? He's good. Listen, he's good. Yeah, I know. But did you see uh, a star is born with Judy Judy Garland, which you must have seen? Sure. If you look at the if you look at the special features, it's it's a fabulous thing. My friend told me about. I watch it sometimes. Just have a laugh. And uh, Raymond Burr turns up to the premiere with a sailor. Oh, check it out. What's that? He's, with a sailor, a guy, you know, a sailor. Premiere with a sailor boyfriend. Oh, oh, yeah. he was dressed as a sailor. Right. So he said, "Oh, this is my friend," and he brought him to think. So that was a bit kind of funny because we always associate with sailors with being, you know, right like that, <laughs> you know, bit gay and stuff. But it was very funny, and, and no, I never we, knew. We we knew about Raymond Burr years ago. He yeah, was yeah. out. He was out very early. Yeah. Uh, we didn't talk about. You know, we 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 know one thing. You know, if you're a nice actor, you don't talk out of school. Yeah, uh, because true. you don't want to hurt the career of another actor. Absolutely, so we yeah. we know all the inside stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, I forgot what the word Betty Davis called gay men, but she had a, a word for them. It was like a code. And I, I forgot. It'll come to me. It takes a couple of minutes. Talk. I'll, I'll think about it. Actually, I'm going to ask yeah. a question because we have to go soon. Um, so, yeah, sure. so, um, uh, you've uh, done listen, all kinds. This is, this, is, this, is only, this is only part one. So we have to do it again. Yeah, two. we'll do it again. Oh, for yeah, part definitely. Two. So uh, you're, yeah, you're, you're a good guest. No, I love the visit. Oh, thank you, thank you. you know, but we will see you when we come to England. Oh, first of all, well, oh, please do. Yeah, I love. It. I, in fact, what if I'm ever when I'm in Palm Springs eventually, which you know, next few years, I must come and see you guys. You know, you got to look us up. But we won't be in Palm Springs because we're thinking well, of moving. moving. So Not yet. In, 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 about okay. a, in about a year. We need uh, let to me live, know. Let me know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we need to live closer to Los Angeles, so, because Hollywood, yeah. because we're always there doing stuff. Yeah. You guys, yeah. You, and yeah. the two hour drive is murder. You guys, yeah. you, uh, you can follow yeah. Derek on Instagram. He's at Zen Lions, Z E N L Y O N S. That's his Instagram handle. A question I like to ask actors, yep. like a bucket, bucket list, uh, male and female actor that you'd love to work with that you haven't had a chance to work with yet. And if you could have ever been in any movie ever made, in history, oh, right. what movie would you like to have been in? Oh, right. This is another one. So what actor, actor, actress? Let me think. I work with most of the ones I like. I'll get people people who may be a, a past, yeah? Oh, yeah. They can be dead. Living or dead. Let me think. Um, Cary Grant. Obviously, I'm going to say Cary Grant. Every, obviously, me too. 
I, I, love I, can, I, can, I can do it, Carry on. How are you? Yes, Judy, 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 yes. <laughs> Hello, yes. Where's Randy when you need him? Randy, stop that. No, don't do that to the dog. No. That's good. Okay, give, uh, us, a uh, give us a check. Uh, a, 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 film. a woman. Don't say uh, Meryl. A, ch a, ch a chick. No, no, no. Don't, don't say Mer and don't say Meryl Streep. Everybody. No, I, I've actually met her. I worked with <clears> film. Uh, let me think. Uh, think, think, think. Actress. Uh, I'm, say... I met her also in an elevator in New York. Uh, do you? Let me think of an actress. I'm trying to think. The past. Okay. Okay. All oh, right. Yeah, I know which one. It it's, can be somebody uh, current too. It doesn't have to be. No, no. Person. Before the old actors, actors, actors and actresses. I would like to work with Veronica Lake. Oh, there we go. I knew her. I mean, oh, I don't want. Beautiful. I don't. No, she wasn't. She was old, and she had short, curly hair. She was uh, a barmaid at the Washington Hotel down yeah. in Manhattan, and a bunch of my gay friends said, "Did you know that Veronica Lake is working in a bar as a uh, barmaid?" Wow. I mm. said, "No, let's go see." And we went down to the Hotel Washington, and sure enough, yeah, this yeah, little yeah. teeny lady, old uh, woman, she was old uh, at the time, with very tight curly hair not that long beautiful hair really? well, and it well. was veronica lake but i did tell my friends please don't mm. let her know that we no. know who she is yeah yeah i understand and we did the other, it. The, the other woman would be louise brooks i don't know who that is, the name Lu is louise, louise brooks louise brooks lulu oh, silent lulu. movie star yes louise brooks she was a big big hollywood silent star from the silent movies. movies check her out She's got that classic kind of black hair. She looks more. Oh, oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Louise yes, Brooks. Yes, yeah, yes. I love her. Yes, and now, yes, yes. you're talking about a, fi a, fi uh, a, a film, you mean now? Yeah, any film that you could have uh, in. in it. Uh, oh, which film I could, I could uh, which I wasn't in, because uh, I'm in, I'm actually the Z League uh, of the film industry, apparently, and a legend in my own lunchtime. So I'm trying to think <laughs> what film. Let me say that's what I've been told. So let me think uh, what film. Um, I know it sounds a bit cliche, but I love the movie It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. And I like to be in that movie with James James Stewart. I, I, I just like him. Or, or in Harvey. <laughs> I could I could play the White Rabbit. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, Harvey, I should stop, stop drinking there. Yeah, that's not no, no good. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, fucking hell, well. You Harvey, are stop, doing, stop doing that, Harvey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you can't play with yourself. <laughs> you are certainly an actor. You are certainly <laughs> Hollywood for sure. Uh, have you ever have you ever you. worked in Hollywood? No, never. Most of the Hollywood films have been made here, as you know, like Indiana right. Jones, Star Wars. But I mean, you've never um, worked yeah. in actual Hollywood. No, I, I, you know, I, I, the only place I was invited to once, a, 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 a first assistant and the director of a French movie I worked in with Terence Stamp, because uh, I know I Terence Stamp pretty well. Love yeah, Terence. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was a friend of my father. My father spent time in India with him when they were in the Orange People, you know, Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh, and they got into sex and all that stuff. Uh, anyway, bottom line is, um, so, yeah, um, yeah, they, are, they invite me to Paris to go, you know, they could have got me, set me up there in Paris uh, because they really thought I was so professional. Because, you know, I've always been professional. As Terry Bamber, uh, assistant director, said in this country, he said, Derek, you know, you always uh, hit your line, hit, did your lines, hit your marks on time and totally professional. And I've always been that way. And, uh, you know, you know, something could happen. Who knows? Yeah, Maybe know. someone in Hollywood is someone coming. Bring me to Hollywood. I'll be, better than that James, I'll be better than that bloody James Corden out there. <laughs> so here's, here's what we're going to do. We will bring you back. You guys, yeah, this is Derek Lyons. You can oh, follow him you. on Instagram at Zen Lyons. He's Derek Lyons on Facebook. Uh, thank you so much for coming. And, and on also, the show. also, also, hang on. I have a website. 
uh, where you can buy uh, medals and all that stuff. It's Derek Lyons' website. So you have to just type Derek Lyons' website. Dot com? Uh, yeah, Derek Lyons. I think, yeah, Derek Lyons' website. What, 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 yeah. what are you selling? Your body or something? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, used to, I, used to, I used to go down the Dilly, which is Piccadilly. That's where Elton John used to pick up his boys. You know that. I think Piccadilly. You're a delightful friend and a delightful person. And yes, uh, you're thank welcome you. back. And please stay healthy and stay wealthy and stay wise. Oh, <laughs> uh, but blessings to you. But listen, when I see you, I'm going to give you both a kiss, but no tongue. I'm going to give. I'm going to no, no tongue. No tongue. <laughs> but but, but, uh, but may, maybe a finger here or there. But oh, no hello, Ding. Oh, I think a, a finger of fun, dear boy. Hello. <laughs> you gotta like. Bye bye. All right, bye, Derek. Bye, bye Derek. Derek. I love you, man. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye. 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 All right, you guys. We're going to take a two-second Christmas break. Uh, music break. We're going to play break. Uh, Young mm. Zuck Strike a Pose. When we come back, we'll have the fabulous Sherry Belafonte Yay. on the phone. All right, everybody, enjoy Young Zuck Strike a Pose. Take it away. Drop that shit, get your ass to the stool And write another song if you down in the blues I was down in my bag, got me popping all the blues I'm running to the light like I'm breaking fights Rushing to the scene, they on me Man, I'm rolling off the molly with no sleep I swear I've seen this up before in my dreams Saying baby, strike a pose, I'm saying cheese, saying cheese Got me riding through the city, you know I'm with a bad bitch Remember all the nights I was working, they didn't have shit Now I'm on top and you know I'm living lavish Told them fuck school, I was skipping on my classes I'm on go, and strike a pose I was always moving fast and not slow I'm on a money mission, what you wanna know? I, I told them nothing less than 50 for the show Told them I'm a strike a pose I'm on go, catch me on a mission, ride out with my bros I was always moving fast and not slow And when we pull up to the city, let them know Tell them I'm a second post I don't know what that was at the end of that video, but that was funny, you guys. All right, everybody. Now we're going to bring on our next guest. 
the fabulously, wonderfully talented Sherry Belafonte, and uh, hopefully she's still there. Yay! <laughs> hey, my hey! darling. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Good times and bum times. I've seen them all in my dear. I'm still here. I'm still here. Looking gorgeous as ever, my Sherry. Hi, guys. So, you guys, we know Long Sherry. Time so no yeah, what, like, we don't have to like, introduce like, her. Like, like three four, days. Three, three days ago, right? <laughs> Gee, you haven't aged a bit. <laughs> <laughs> you look wonderful. You look the same. So, hold on. Before we start, really? I have to meet Astro. Say hi to Astro. Oh, hey, baby. The seven pound oh, baby kidding. I talk about. This is my yeah. baby. He's my he told son. Me I had to ban mine. Mine are upstairs in Sam's office. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> my so boy. real quick, so since we know you, we're not introducing you because Ron will get all upset. But we have a chat room filled with people from like all different countries all over the place. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hello. And Hello, uh, across the pond. And then wherever uh, whichever pond you've crossed over to. And hi, B guys. there's B say hi to B Claudia in Germany. She's like writing all kinds of stuff about you because they love you in Germany. So say hi to B Claudia. Hi, B. Claudia. And, and, and Cindy right, Lady Lake is writing. Germany. And Cindy Lady Lake is in Florida. So say hi to Cindy, too. Florida, how are you? And, and you? and you have to say hello to a good friend of mine who I was on the phone with yesterday. And she said to me, oh, please tell Sherry to go back on Sister. She said, I love oh, her sister. on that. Yeah, sister. she said, I love her. Uh, that, oh, stay tuned, she just well, said. Wait a minute. Yeah. So wait. So say hello to I'm my friend. I'm in the friend. new season. Wait, say hello to my friend Meg Rudick. Oh, yeah, Meg's Meg awesome. Meg hey, Meg. Rudick. How are you? And she's your biggest fan. And she's so oh thrilled. God. She said, Ron, you're so lucky you know all the people I love. I said, yes, I am. Tell oh, Alexander my love, for sure. Oh, so she's funny. a wonderful yeah, uh, girl. I'm, I'm, I'm on this season. I'm on seven episodes of this season of Sisters. Good. Hey. Was, you know, during COVID, uh, Tyler wasn't flying people in from California to perform, to do the show. He sequestered everybody on the lot. Everybody that worked on the seasons two, three, and four uh, were all stuck right there on the lot. They couldn't even leave the lot in, in Georgia, in Atlanta, Georgia. And needless to say, I have a little bit of a life outside of Georgia. So usually I would fly in, do my episodes and fly out or fly into a couple of episodes, come back home, shoot the morning show, then go back to Atlanta and shoot a couple more episodes of... Um, of Tyler's show sisters, uh, but couldn't do it over COVID had to stay sequestered in our own little States. Yes. Now, what do you play? Who do you play on sisters? I play Ebony Obsidian's uh, mother who is a Marine with post-traumatic stress disorder, has dreadlocks, rides a motorcycle, <laughs> smokes a lot of pot, sleeps around with young boys. And everybody said, with the exception of that sleeping around with young boys thing, it's pretty much pegged you, hasn't it? <laughs> no, I was going to say not at all. You know, I, I still well, remember I have my you. dreadlocks, but this season I we cut them out. No, I, I still remember you from the cover of Vogue and Glamour and all those magazines. I remember years ago Playboy. saying, you on the cover of Playboy? Uh, saying she is the most beautiful, beautiful woman in, in, in our in our world. The, my, those pictures. Oh my no, thank you. No, so much. Sherry, I'm, you know I don't blow smoke up anybody's ass. I hate those phony <laughs> shit people. But uh, a, a credit has to be a credit uh, of the covers. Uh, do we, we should have gotten our our engineer to put those covers up so we show our people. Okay, you had to see Sherry Belafonte at maybe what twenty one. Oh, wait. Uh, here's a picture I'll show you. This will be funny. What were you, 21 years old? Gorgeous. Yeah, and I did Unbelievably. Yeah. 
No, how here's old, a picture. Check how this old one we, out. Oh, look at the hair. Yeah, don't gloss it. It's <laughs> glossy, so tilt it. There you go. There you go. Can oh you bring it closer? Bring Check it closer. <laughs> yeah, you got great abs. <laughs> you look at, oh, that's you and sisters? No. Yeah, no, that's oh, me. No. That's me 40 years ago. Oh, oh, oh. For, uh, when I was working out. Now I'm twice the woman I used to be. <laughs> no, but you look wonderful. You look so fabulous. Yeah. It's not even funny. So, oh, Sherry okay. was sitting next to me with a plate, platter and a hand of food, a plate of food. And she said, why do I eat this? <laughs> I, said, I, I said, I don't know. It goes, it's good, maybe. <laughs> Major. Yeah. I gave, anyway, well, she's, I, a, I she's a playboy. I did shoot Playboy when I was 45 years old. So that was 24 years ago, 23 years ago, something like that. So you give yeah, away your age. 2000, year 2000. So it was 22, 23 years ago. And from that moment on, because I had to work out like a fiend to get ready for that. And I did. And I was, I think, 17% body fat. And everything was looking pretty taut and fabulous. And from that moment on, I said, screw it. I'm not eating another. I mean, I'm not working out another day in my life. And I haven't. And so I thought it's never going to get any better than this at 45 with the incentive. Yeah, but of you, you know what? You know what? Your shape. I walk. That's about it. You're shapely. <laughs> no, and that's important. Some people yeah, put on weight. And they, no, get out of here. <laughs> no. Some people gain weight and they look like a balloon. You don't. You look shapely. You look. You oh, know, it's kind of like uh, what was that one that blonde that died? Uh, what was that big blonde who married the old man that? Oh yeah, yeah. What yeah. was the hell was her uh, name? Anna Nicole Smith. Anna Nicole, Nicole Smith. Smith. Anna Nicole. You got that kind of body, you know, curvature. Really? Sophia Loren was no skinny bitch, you know. I made a movie yeah, with her. Yes, fabulous. And I was amazed at how overweight yeah. she was when we filmed. She they strapped her, her middle in like crazy. But she wow. had oh, she had a little waist with these huge hips, a big ass, big thighs, a big woman. She's not little. And now I understand she's, she's Italian. Yeah, but now she's, which brings me to food, which brings me to you. <laughs> Su Wang has not stopped carrying on over your guacamole dip. And she said to me, the bitch. No, she's well, actually, she's been texting me about the coconut, the uh, pina colada sorbet she's been scarfing down. Yeah, yeah she's carrying I like on. the That's sorbet. Right. I had the berry but sorbet. She said yeah. to me, that evil woman, she said, well, now you've <laughs> met your match as far as cooking. <laughs> so, so I said to Sue, when we move to Santa Clarita, we'll be closer to Sherry. She's going to come over to our house and we're going to have a cook off. Okay. And I'm we're going to see who could do the best meals. <laughs> All right. So we have to talk about something because the chat room and I guess I, I know you've done a whole bunch of really cool things, but I guess for some reason, hotel is your. It's like one of your staples because like everybody in the chat was talking about, oh, my God, Hotel was like my favorite show. And James Brolin was so hot. So tell us a little bit about like how did you book Hotel? Was that a difficult thing to do for you oh, or did God, you just walk in and get funny. it? Well, what happened was I was on Calvin Klein commercials at that time and in typical fashion, because the one thing, you know, growing up in the industry, the one thing that I've always stayed my rule, my rule is. From Friday at 5 p.m. till Monday morning, don't can I say the airport? Don't fucking yes. call me. <laughs> yes, don't fucking call you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, don't fucking call me. I'm that's family time. That's you know like chill time. And what same with back, same with us. Same with us. Back in those days, before we had cell phones and before you know we had answering machines. 
Yes. And I had come home and it was about five o'clock in the evening and I checked my machine and Nina Blanchard was my agent at the time. And Nina called me up and she said, go over to Warner Brothers right away. They want to see you for this part in this show. It's an Aaron Spelling show. And I went, no. <laughs> and they went, well, wait a second. No, you, you have to go. And I went, no, really, I don't. It's five o'clock. Um, and they said, Sherry, don't be ridiculous. Go. At the time, I was wearing a long jean skirt. I had, if you can remember what leg warmers were. Yes. Leg warmers, <laughs> clogs. I had leg warmers, clogs, an oversized shirt, no makeup. My hair was still this short, but, uh, and I went in with a serious attitude. <laughs> like, really? What is this? And as I was, and I was, uh, right before I left, I said, well, what's it for? They said, it's for one, it was for two lines. Uh, on one ep on the pilot episode, it wasn't. There was not. I was not supposed to be on the show. It was just going to be the pilot. And I went, no, really, no. And they went, no, go, 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 go. So I went. Attitude. Um, the director and the casting director were there, and they're being very nice and very chummy. And we saw you in Calvin Klein commercials. I'm like, yeah. And they said, we really think you'd be an asset to this to this pilot. And I went, I went great. And they said, would you like to, they handed me the sides, you know, the sheet that has like the scene on it Yes. and handed me the sides right then. And they said, would you like to go outside and work on these? And I looked at it and I went, what the fuck for? It's one line. How can I help you? And I just did it like that. And, you know, and they went, oh, okay. And, you know, they chatted me up for a little bit and I kind of chilled afterwards. And then I left and got home. And by the time I got home, uh, the agent had called and said, you're booked. You have to get on a flight tomorrow at 6 a.m. to go up to San Francisco to shoot because we shot the pilot at the uh, at the Fairmont Hotel in San Francisco, which is what, you know, our St. Gregory Hotel, which was the one yes. that Aaron right. built at right. Warner Brothers, was an 85 percent exact replica of the of the lobby of the Fairmont Hotel. And um, sure enough, we were shooting from midnight until 7 a.m. because uh, that was when the hotel was the least busy. Obviously, everybody was asleep or out of the ho out of the hotel. But I'll never forget because Heidi Bohe and I were sitting next to each other in the little concierge space, and this guy came down and threw his keys at us and said, "Can you send somebody up to get our bags? Get, get my bags." <laughs> you? Now, were you were you married to Sam at the time? No, I was married to Bob Harper, my first husband at that time. Oh, I didn't know you had a first husband. Yeah. Bob and I were college sweethearts. We got married four days after we graduated. We stayed married 11 years, 11 and a half years. And then the day my uh, my divorce came through, it was on a fax machine. There was a limo parked in our driveway waiting to fly us to Barbados because Sam and I were getting married three days later. Oh, yay! <laughs> we like Sam. I'm glad. I love Sam. Sam's fabulous. Sam, and you know what? Sam is still handsome. Yeah, he's hot. And we've been, Sam and I've been married in 33 years. I've never not been married. <laughs> yeah, ne neither neither have I. But I would like to see Sam without the beard. Oh, I like the beard. No, I would like to see this his face. Sam Sam just grew the beard back because I love. Oh, honey, you know, go ahead. And actually, what? there's a part that he was reading for that called for it. So I said, go ahead, call, go it back. But do you like him with or without? I prefer with, you know, first of all, he's great either way, but right. I, yeah, but I Sam, like the Sam beard. Is handsome. Kind of like Jimmy wears sexy. a beard, you know, because Jimmy, I like Jimmy better with a beard. He's better looking with the beard, but Sam is I good think, looking. You know, Sam's gorgeous either way. Yeah, yeah right. With or without. That's so you guys, just so we know who you're talking about, how do you pronounce his last name? Barons? Your last name? Barons. 
Barron. So Sam Barron, you guys, he was Jake. You guys, when I was in college, he was Jake on General Hospital for many years. Wasn't he also on like Knott's Landing? Also, he played Danny Waleski on Knott's Landing. Hold on, and he also. Oh, and also, you guys, like, if you remember, then, then I think it was in the 90s, there was a movie called Alive where the plane crashes in the mountains and then they have to decide to eat somebody. And he's in that movie. Right. <laughs> and he lived. Yeah. <laughs> now, for, for, all, for, for all our very nosy, nosy viewers, how'd you meet Sam? We met on a movie set, actually, together. Uh, it was a movie that uh, this woman had told the director, his name is Paul Leader, and uh, Mimi Leader is his daughter, and Geraldine Leader is his daughter. Uh, Mimi is a great director and executive producer. Actually, she's my boss on the morning show right now. But Paul was doing a movie, and it was back in 87 during the writer's strike, and the script was just, it was not great, needless to say, and it needed major read rights. And I read this script, and I went, no, I'm not, I'm not, I've always been an attitude. It's like, no, I'm not <laughs> I go, no, I'm not doing it. I end up doing it. And I end up getting great benefits from, from doing it. But, um, and I, and it was, like I said, it was not a great script and, and everybody was walking and they were doing a read through at Paul's house. And the, well, my agent at the time now was with William Morris. William Morris said, you have to go meet the director and tell him you're not doing it. I said, why did you guys tell them I was going to do this? This is crazy. Um, so he, I went to the to Paul's house, and as I was sitting there, all these people that I knew came in and was doing this movie. Cleavon Little, who was a family friend, right. um, sort of came up, and he was doing the movie, and um, uh, Audrey Meadows was doing the movie, and there was, like like I said, a slew of people just kept walking in, and I went, you guys are all doing this really <laughs> mediocre script? And Paul said to me, you can rewrite however you want to rewrite it. It'll be, you know, and you'll be in in three, you'll be out in three weeks. It was two and a half weeks. And I had already planned I was going to New York three weeks later. Uh, and it already said to Bob at the time, my husband, I said, you know, when I go to New York, I think I'm going to stay back in New York for a couple of months because I was just, you know, it was like time. Ready. And Bob was always a nice guy. It wasn't it wasn't Bob. It was me that made that that, you know, move that exodus. Uh, but, uh, you know, and Sam and I hit it off on the movie, literally. And then uh, he ended up going to New York at the same time. We had a four-day affair, and I came back right away to L.A. and to tell Bob that I'd done the evil deed and was, right. was you know, I said, look, I don't know what's going to happen between the two of us, but I know that Sam has to be in my life for the rest of my life. Well, <laughs> Needless to say, Bob was thrilled with that. <laughs> so like, oh, that, that, that that's, that's what Jimmy said about me. Jimmy was with somebody 28 years, Five. 25 years, and then he met me, and he dumped that guy for me, and I felt like a home wrecker. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, I think, <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, the heart knows it knows. Sam and I have been together 35 years. We'll be married 33 in December. Good. Great. I want to say something that I said to you at the luncheon at Sue's house, because it's important for my viewers. Sherry Belafonte is beyond Harry Belafonte. Most people think of her as Harry's daughter. I don't. I see Sherry Belafonte as Sherry, a funny lady, a bright lady, a beautiful lady, and a fine actress. How do you handle that? Oh, you're Harry's daughter? How do you handle it? Well, you know, I've always been Harry's daughter. 
<laughs> no, I know that. <laughs> I know that. But it's not like you know. I had a choice, really. But. <laughs> no, well, what's interesting, though, is that my parents actually separated when my mom was pregnant with me. So I didn't really grow up with Harry. I grew up in the household with my mom and my grandmother. My mother's mother came to live with us so that when my mom was out in the workforce, basically Nana became like the mom figure and mom was more like the daddy figure. Uh, and I would always hear them talk about Harry. They say, well, Harry's doing this or Harry's picking up the kids or Harry, Harry, Harry. So I literally grew up and you know, you've heard me when I talk about Harry, I talk about Harry. I don't say right. dad very dad, often. You, say, you do refer to him as Harry. Um, and Harry even confronted me at one point and said, why do you do that? I said, well, that's how I kind of grew up hearing about you. Right. Um, but, you know, and when people saw my mom, they, uh, with me, people would always go, oh my God, you look exactly like your mother. I always thought you looked exactly like your father. She's beautiful. But my mother and father looked like sister oh. and brother. So I wish I had a picture of them right now. If yeah, you, but if I saw a picture. Pictures of Harry Belafonte with Marguerite Belafonte, you'll see. No, they look see. like they could have been siblings. So I saw a picture of your mother. She was beautiful. Gorgeous. She was yeah, a model. She, she was a model yeah, in the yeah. family. You, you, you got, you got handsome parents. That, that's why you're so beautiful, because you got I their got features. Got you got genes. good feet. You got a good nose, so do you too. Sing? Do you sing? The best sing? nose. The best. Noses are so important. Nose, if it, and if, it's my nose. Nothing. I and know I've it's had, a beautiful I've nose. Had, I've had plastic surgeons come up to me and go, who you know, did you I know? can't tell you how many people have asked for your nose. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> it is I always tell them, nose. sorry, that's a God-given thing. Nobody can make that nose happen, but... So do you sing? Because when he was singing at the beginning and you started to sing, you actually sound like you could sing. And your father sings. Like, have I, you ever I had two albums in Germany. That's why Did, people oh. know me in Germany. Oh, B. Claudia, did you hear that? She has two albums in Germany. She's just well, writing in there how fabulous you are. Years ago, because that's okay. Know, B's like my age. B's like our. Did age. you sing? Oh. Did you sing? Did you sing in German or English? No, in English. But were they like pop or rock or dance or what were, were they? They were odd pop schlager kind of music. It was <laughs> the music I wanted to do. As a matter of fact, here's a story for you. There were sure. there were songs that were, you know, back in those days, again, people would submit cassettes or songs to you and the artist would pick them and record them or right. somebody would sing them or record them for them. And there was a song that came to me and I went, oh my God, this is a hit. You got to let me do this song. I was on Metronome was the label that I was on at the time. And they went, no, no, this is not a hit song. This is not a good song. We can't let you sing this song. I said, please let me sing this song. It was like, no, 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 no. That first song was We Built This City on Rock and Roll. <laughs> <laughs> so the next song that I went eight shit for and John Lynn had written the song. John Lynn was going to produce part of the second album. And he handed me the cassette. The girl had just done the, the lead tracks on it, handed the cassette to me. I went, oh my God, this is like the biggest hit ever. Got to do it. Got to do it. Got to do it. Again, the label said, no, this no. won't work in Europe. I went, this song will work anywhere. I argued with them, but I was a novice. I couldn't, I couldn't argue the point. And it was save the best for last. Oh, which is Vanessa, oh, Williams. Vanessa Williams. And from that moment on, I said, you know what? Fuck it. You know, I'm done with you guys. <laughs> and they two kept huge, picking, two huge they hits kept too. Picking songs like they kept picking Caribbean songs. They, you oh, know, they wanted Harry back. People right. love because they wanted to play off of this Caribbean right. theme. And I went, but I'm not that person. So Eyes of the, Night. The They're writing in the chat room. Your album was called Eyes of Night. Eyes of Night. <laughs> yeah. And what's interesting is that I had. I, I did have a duet with 
um, oh God, what was his name? He was a really sweet guy from England, as a matter of fact. Uh, and that was a song that a friend of mine wrote and they did acquiesce because it ended up that this British artist also liked the song. And that song actually did marginally well, but the two singles that they had, that they released off the songs, they came in because, you know, in Europe, they have its top 50. We have the top 40 here, yeah, the top right. 20, but in Germany, they have the, the top 50. I had both of my songs came on at number 49 and they <laughs> stayed at number 49 or 48 for like 50 weeks, for like a year. Never budged, never went below, never went off the charts. It's just stayed at 58. Hey, at least it made so. the charts. That's awesome. Hey, 49 yeah. is better than three. Yeah, no, no three is no, three, no, be maybe three is what you want. It's Why? like, it's oh, like the lower the number, the better. Yeah, yeah the lower the number, the better. Number. Uh, how did like they number get one? You want to be number one? You're number one on the hit parade. Oh, right, 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 right. I got did it. you ever play like Top of the Pops <laughs> or anything? I did all those sh so, those shows. I went to Germany and we, you know, we did all of those. And but you always lip synced. You know, it was like yeah, it was like a, yeah. A, you know, the one that Dick Clark used to do. You yeah. just came in and lip synced right. the song, and they they'd have some crazy set that was set up. And um, but I want to be needed was the song that I did um, right. with the English artist and. It was fun. And that doesn't matter. You can Google that video still. I had this <laughs> tiny little waist. I had this body. This is the body I had, that body. <laughs> and then big black hair. And I'm wearing this neoprene tight, you know, shark, shark rubber suit. Little, it was like a bodice and a little tiny flared skirt, boots. That, you know, it was very hip hop at the time. You know, eight. It was eight Sherry Belafonte and Chris Norton. Chris, Chris Norman, 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 Chris Norman, Chris, Chris Norman. Norman. Do, do you miss yeah. the old days? Do you miss being young and the wild times that we I had don't miss, back then? I don't miss anything except, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that body. That. But, <laughs> but, uh, but I have that body. I just have it really neatly padded. <laughs> Shapely. I, I, I miss my old face. I wish I had my oh, face. I, yeah, I don't miss that. No, I mean I don't, I don't look like I don't, I don't even miss, look like me. I don't miss being getting old. I don't the the hurt part, you know, where your knees aren't working quite as well as they used to. Your ankles, <laughs> I got that. That's the part that bothers me. But you know, but no, I don't miss. There's a lot of stuff that I did that I still do. You know, I don't have kids, so it's easy for us to kind of still <laughs> to do things that probably sure. you wouldn't do if you had 18 year olds or 14 no, but year olds. Do, do, do you miss the fashion of 70s and the 80s, the way we dressed? I loved it. No, no those the shoulder pads out. Oh, here. they were wonderful. They're, no, we really look good. Guys, and we really dressed up with scarves and jackets and uh, parachute pants and jazz shoes and oh it was outfits <laughs> yeah still wong outfits right Suwang outfits yeah it's funny because isei miyaki you know just passed away and i i did uh, right. some some modeling for him you know again back in the 80s and there are those moments where you miss that moment that was that felt special because you were the the one that was walking down the runway or walking in front of the paparazzi wearing some sure. fabulous thing. And they were saying, what are you wearing? You know, now I'm wearing Hanes. Jockey <laughs> 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 <Jackie> shorts. <laughs> so one thing that I didn't know that you do, because I went down your IMDb, I went down your IMDb today just to see some other things, but 
besides being an actress in a lot of things, you've done a lot of voiceover work in like cartoon type animate, I guess what do you call animated television shows and movies and stuff. Uh, like, have you always done that? Like, cause you've done a lot. I wrote it down. Jen Locke, Sophia, the first Sonic, the hedgehog. That's big. Hey, Arnold, yeah. Johnny quest, Gravedale high. Like you have a whole bunch of them. Gravedale High was funny because that was a series that Hanna-Barbera was. First of all, my very first job in, in L.A., uh, I worked for a temporary group, you know, like a, like, a, like a secretary. And I was hired to work one day at Hanna-Barbera to type some scripts for the, for the cartoon characters. And they asked if I could stay. It was on a Wednesday. They said, could you stay through till Friday? And I said, yeah. And then they on Friday, they said, can you stay? And I went... Yeah, sure. Except if I get auditions and stuff, they said, no, no, your, your hours will be flexible, whatever, you know, you just need to let us know. But I was Fred Flintstone's private secretary for the first <laughs> part of my life here in California. And ultimately it was a few years later that they brought me back to, you know, now I was a celebrity and now I was a, a star, a little starlet. I was on hotel and I was doing a show called Gravedale High. It was Rick Moranis and Gravedale High. And Rick Moranis played the only human teacher in this group of old, we were all ghouls. I was Blanche. And then, the, but we had, um, I'm trying to think, everybody, it was, it was an all-star cast. It was just phenomenal to walk into this room. Jonathan Winters was there and Jonathan Winters was playing Coach Cadaver and he was talking like this. And he was, he was crazy, you know, he was crazy. He was off, he would go off book I, I loved him and start this routine and we would all be sitting there weeping it was tim curry and eileen Brennan, um moses gunn and rick moranis was there i mean we were all in this room and we would be weeping just like peter uh peter hunt i'm sorry it was um oh god hunt it was helen hunt's father was the director who was wonderful and did a lot of uh commercials i mean uh cartoons and um Gordon Hunt. Gordon Hunt was directing. And he, I mean, we were all laughing so hard we couldn't get through the scripts usually. And we did 20, I think we did 22 episodes of those, but the show didn't get picked up. And I later, just recently found out, somebody said it was because Rick's wife had gotten very ill and he walked away from the show. But, you know, everybody, Ricky Lake was on that. I and mean, I'm thinking Ricky everybody. Ricky Lake. Oh my, these are all people I've met through the years. In this room doing all these mm -hmm. voices. So Ricky that was my Lake. early early cartoon stuff. Oh, that's but then fun. I've done voiceovers for commercials and for, I was the voice of Boeing for a while, you know. The airline? Yeah, well, they're, you know, they're company. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> uh, Paul, Lind, Paul Lind had a party and I was at that party and Jonathan Winters was there. It should have been on film. Oh, I mean, those, those two together were totally demented. I mean, first, Paul was loaded out of and his you, mind. And you couldn't stop laughing. I, it well, was, when Paul yeah. drank, Paul became vicious, but funny vicious. Jonathan evil, would get a little dark, too. That, that was odd. Jonathan used to just get like crazy. They were, it was, I'm telling you, if we filmed it, we would have had a hit show. Two funny guys that are gone. I'm so sorry. We've lost yeah. so many wonderful people. It's true. But anyway, we have you. <laughs> so now let's... Yet. Now let's no, go. God forbid, God forbid. No, You're no. going to be around a long time. We have to. I'm going to make for you an eggplant tower. You like eggplant? Okay. <laughs> do you it's like really good. If you do, like do you like really eggplant? Good. I didn't used to like eggplant. I'm partial but I like to that. eggplant parmesan. Sam hates eggplant, so. No, but I won't make it. I won't make an eggplant tower. Don't make it for Sam. <laughs> 
<laughs> there you go. Okay. Let's 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 brag a little bit for right now. Yes. So right now you're on. Uh, so it's an Apple. Oh, but TV, wait a minute. Right? I want, before you do that, because we're going to go off soon. No, I want everybody to know when I said to Sherry, "I love you," and she said to me, "Why?" Everyone out there, now you know why. This is Sherry. <laughs> now you know why Super I love fun. her because you all love her too. She's a sweetie I pie. I love you guys. No, you're a sweetie pie. No Hollywood bullshit, Sherry. I don't say that to everybody. You know, most people I don't give a fuck about. But you're, you're just a sweetie. <laughs> and I Sherry do, has the coolest dog. And I do look forward to seeing you. I really you do look. I it's do. Just look, on bombs. Well, first of all, it's 100 and something degrees here today. So I can only imagine what it is. Here. 116 going to 120. Going yeah, up I think it's like 103 here. So yeah, 120 is a joke. So you're on a new show right now. It's on yes. uh, Apple TV, the morning show <laughs> with, uh, and I just wrote down all the people. A lot of them have been on it because you've been on a lot of episodes. Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, Billy Crudup, Mark Duplass, Nestor Carbonell, Steve Carell, Marsha Gay Harden, Juliana Margulies. Holland Taylor, I love her. Mindy Cowling, Will Arnett, Martin Short. I know there's a million other people, but tell us a little bit about that one then. So I haven't watched that. I'm going to watch that now that I know more, more about it's it. It's funny because everybody who watches it binge watches it. Yes. Oh, we binge. Uh, go, we binge. Yeah. I want to see it the next episode. And then, uh, uh, and then finally, after about two days, people go, I saw every episode. Oh, my God. When are you coming back? We just started back. We just started shooting the third season. And this year we have a new guest. John Ham. Oh yeah, I right. know. Oh, I that's because you told us that the other day. I was like, I heard that already. Yes. I was trying to figure out where I heard that. Okay. And, and if you don't, <laughs> and it, and if you don't check out his crotch, you're crazy oh, because geez. everybody. No, he's got the biggest wang in Hollywood. It's supposed to be oh, enormous. No, and he I, has a different. He has a difficult time hide, hiding it. Now I'll be sure to tune in. Yeah, you'll have to tune in for sure now because, like, every time his Geico commercial comes on, Ron's just like, "Look at that!" No, he, <laughs> he has no. He has difficulty hiding. The balls, he has difficulty hiding it. Him and Chris Pine are supposed to have the two biggest it, penises like, in Hollywood. <laughs> it's like it's like inhuman. You know what I mean? And oh, he has a like a hammer. He has a difficult. He's very time. sweet. He's very funny. Everybody. Yeah, it's it basically very handsome. He's very handsome. Based on what happens in a morning show. And in the first season, people will watch Steve Carell was roughly Matt Lauer and Jennifer Aniston was roughly Katie Couric and Reese Witherspoon is roughly Anne, Anne, what was Anne last, you know, the third, the third one, Anne, Anne, whatever her name was, whatever. That, uh, mm -hmm. was the third uh, reporter on the morning show, on today's show. Right. Uh, so it's, it roughly follows that kind of, story point but it's it's different it's more than that and everybody excuse me <clears throat> everybody that was working on the show behind the scenes was involved with daytime talk shows so and i played the stage manager right <clears throat> somebody said to me so you know you you're a star on the show i went no 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 i'm number 31 on the call sheet i'm not you know i'm not the star and they said well what do you do on the show i went i run it <laughs> <laughs> You wrote it? No, she runs it. Oh, run it. You know, she I'm runs it. The person that says, you know, my, my big lines are, all right, people, we got two minutes. Two minutes, people. Back in two minutes. <laughs> and then, you know, when we're about to go, I go, okay, and in five, four. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, how would you like okay. my how would you like my job? All I ever say is, it ain't no monster. Oh my god, it's gonna kill us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. It's a good show. First of all, everybody is really, I know it sounds so cliche to say, okay, everybody's so sweet, but everybody really is. Jennifer Aniston's probably one of the nicest people I've ever met in this business. And she's just, she's just a doll. 
and Reese is a doll. You know, everybody, Billy Crudup is hysterical. He's just I as funny Billy on Crudup. camera as he is, you know, off camera as he is on camera. Mark Duplass, very talented. Everybody, Nestor Carbonell, everyone is just, you know, Deshaun and uh, Janina, uh, Karen, Karen Pittman, fabulous actress, black actress, Karen Pittman. She was actually on a couple of episodes of Yellowstone, if you ever watched Yellowstone. I, I got Yellowstone for Christmas, but I haven't watched it yet. I got four Oh, my God. Of a great it, show. It's it. Basically, Yellowstone is the godfather. Oh, it's the Godfather yeah, but a, of a Western, but a Western. Yeah, Western. it's a Western version of the Godfather. Stars Kevin Costner is the star of it. Oh, we yeah. like Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner I love Kevin Costner. Is basically <clears throat> Don Corleone, and his oldest daughter is basically Jimmy Conn's character. He's, he's got three kids, and he's got, you know, the son that's kind of the ne'er do well that's, uh, you know, sort of the ne'er do well. Was it deliberately done that way? or I have no idea, but it certainly seems to follow a guideline like that. Taylor Sheridan is the guy who created and um and you know writes it are you in so, that at all have you been in any oh no i no. wish i would i wish i was in it i ride i just like yeah, sign me up can't i be like the? can't i be like the cook <laughs> no, like absolutely. the hot sting of yellowstone <laughs> <laughs> so okay so here's my question that i like to ask all the actors and actresses so uh and you've worked with a ton of people like like so many people it's not yeah when i was in the hotel i worked with with everybody rock hudson Rock I was Hudson. eavesdropping on your last guest, and when yeah. you and I know you're going to ask, it's like, who would you want to work with? Yes, and, yeah, Rock because Hudson. I started thinking all the people that I worked with because I did hotel, and Aaron was nonplus when it came to getting stars in. We had Elizabeth Taylor and Rock Hudson and Ginger Rogers and Hermione Gingle. I mean, we had a, like everybody you can think of that was a star at the time came in and did our show. So. But funny, I, we, we actually saw because uh, during like, I don't know, it was probably about six months ago. Somehow they 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 played an episode of Hotel that we saw and it was the Morgan Fairchild episode. And, and we had just had her on our show. OK. Uh, and then and then we watched the Morgan Fairchild. I mean, it was such a great. It really was like a great show. And she looks gorgeous she today. Now, so. I, did a, looked, I did a medical yeah. show with her a couple of years ago. She looked amazing. Yeah, she looks, she looks amazing Russell, now. Huh? Yeah. Remember Donna was on our show a couple of weeks ago. Donna, we had her on a couple 80, weeks she's ago. my wow. age. She's 82 years old. She's my she's age. 28, exactly. just like you. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, but she <laughs> looks <laughs> gorgeous. She actually 82. told us, though, her age. No, yeah. she, I think she's 81. No, she turned 82. I was a couple of weeks older than her. We talked about it. Yeah, so anyway, she looks Donna told me she turned 82. She's in Nope, but I haven't seen it yet. Okay, so 69 in September. Yeah, you know, I Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. You really will? Yeah, I would have never. You're gonna almost be seven. You're almost gonna September be seven. Nineteen fifty-four. I, I thought you born. were. I thought you were like thirty years younger than I am. Twenty-five years well, at least. Parts of me are thirteen, twelve. You're gonna be seventy. you look fabulous. You also look good for your age. Well, the star that I would want to work with is Alec Guinness. Oh, cool! That's cool. Alec you know, because everybody wants, well, first of all, Audrey Hepburn was a family friend, so I never worked with her, but oh my God, in a yeah. heartbeat, would I have done something with Aud any Hepburn. Love, Hepburn. I love, I love, I love Audrey Hepburn. I flew on a plane, a private plane with Cary Grant and Lucille, Lucille Ball and um, Richard Dreyfuss. Again, you know, there's, it's, there's so many wonderful actors that I would love wonderful. to have worked with or be in the presence of on camera but it was a lot of people that i was you know like i said i'd sit next to on a plane or sure I, you know i went from here to japan with um jacqueline Bissett, 
who was oh, wow. beautiful. Really, it was her first trip going to Japan, and she was like a little nervous. I went, no, it's great. You're going to love it. So we became buddies for about a month you know, after that. And, no, she's, but, Angelina, um, she's Angelina no, Jolie's goddaughter. Alec, Alec Guinness would be hands down to me the most. And John, and John Hurt. Oh, John Hurt, great. Good actors. I love them. Them. Wonderful you know, actors. But both of them are gone, so mm -hmm. so much for that. But in and any in, in any Stanley Donan movie, I would have done a Stanley Donan movie in a heartbeat. But again, I would have liked to have been in a Blake Edwards movie, but I got cut out. <laughs> I would have liked to have been in a Hitchcock. How about you? I'm not, it's funny because I love Hitchcock movies and I'm not big on kind of horror movies, but I heard he was such a nightmare that I don't think I would particularly well, care. Tippy, Tippy really. Hedren and I are friends, you know, for a right. long time. And Tippy and I talked off camera, which I will never repeat. But Tippy told me, I'll tell you in private when I see it. Tippy said <laughs> to me, me. So, oh, I did tell you. I mean, you could yeah. drop dead from that weirdo. He was a very. I dropped dead from that weirdo. No, he was like a sex maniac with these beautiful women, these blondes. He yeah. was a, That's, but you know, I've the funny that. part is I asked uh, Tippy, why didn't he do Janet Lee? He never came on to Janet Lee. She said, because she was Jewish. Isn't that interesting? Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Isn't that very so I interesting? Have to be high, huh? if I, yeah. <laughs> and you'd be safe. You'd be safe as anything. Yeah, you'd have been safe. Sure. <laughs> but I thought that was well, very interesting. Jewish, I'm Jewish adjacent, I tell people. Yeah, Sam's Jewish. By, in, by injection, as they say. Right. Jewish by injection. <laughs> Which is funny as hell. So but how yeah, was Grant? Uh, what, what movie? What movie do you want to be in? I said any Stanley Donan directed, you know, oh, Charade. Right, but, but give us a yeah, title. Give, give us Charade a title. Charade was a good one. Charade was Charade. a good one. Oh, Charade is a wonderful movie. Yeah. I would have any loved to make Cary Grant. Any, oh, wait. Any Pink Panther movie. <laughs> oh, Peter Sellers. Oh, I love yeah, Peter Sellers. Edwards, but Peter Sellers, again, a genius, fucking genius. So there would be, you know, the problem is when you start to work with these people, if they're doing their comedy, so I'd start laughing. I wouldn't, I couldn't stop laughing. Right, that would be, right. that would be my right. down, my downfall on that. Right. <laughs> or any Fred and Ginger movie. I, if I could dance like Fred or Ginger <laughs> and be a threesome with Fred and Ginger, that would have been. <laughs> to this day, I watch, you know, I have, first of all, I think t t uh, Turner Classic Movies pretty much stays on my office. I Damn, love it. You know, I, I met Bob years ago when it was first starting. And I said to him, do you think it's going to fly, Bob? People really give a shit about those old movies. He said, well, I sure hope so. He was probably one of the handsomest men you ever wanted to see when Bob he was Osborne. young. Oh, yeah. gorgeous, beyond beautiful, magnificent in person. I mean, he yeah. could, oh, be beautiful eyes and face, nose. Beautiful. beautiful guy, beautiful yeah. guy. We watched Turner Classic movies. I ran into him. I ran into him, him on Fifty Seventh Street one time, coming out of a restaurant, and he Dang. stopped, and it was freezing cold, and he stayed and talked to me, which I thought was very sweet because we were both freezing. And uh, <laughs> no, it was really when you know when the winds blew up from the Hudson on Fifty Seventh yeah, Street. Yeah, you didn't think maybe we should just step inside at the bar? No, no, no. We were we were both leaving. Our cars were coming around. So no. he uh, he was very sweet. So you guys, too, you yes. can follow Sherry on Instagram. Her Instagram is Sherry Belafonte, so that's really easy to find. And um, what do you got coming up next that everybody needs to watch? Yeah. I guess they need to well, see what they well, need those, to watch. Well, well sisters, sisters. 
is coming on. I think they start in October. I right. Wrong, but people who follow Sisters knows when it's going to come on. And I'm in uh, I'm in the new episodes. I'm in seven new episodes of this new season coming up. Yeah. The morning show, like I said, we just started back on the morning show. So we'll. I don't know. I think that season. Will oh wait, wait. Before it. we before we go off, I want people to know this. Tell me. I almost dropped dead when she told me this. Tell me all the organizations that you are in. <laughs> give give us it quickly. Go well, fast. Well, I'm on the national board and local board <clears throat> of the Screen Actors Guild. After. Uh, I'm the head of the women's committee, a uh, chairperson, co-chairperson of the women's committee national. I'm on the native American committee national, the native American committee. Cause my mom was Haudenosaunee. A lot of people think my mom was, you know, Harry's sister. No, they think that <laughs> everybody is black in my family, but I, I did my ancestry. I'm 50.1% Irish, Scottish, English. Mm-hmm. And I wow. said, well, wait a second. Somebody has got to explain that to me because we know Harry's not all white. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But uh, my mom well, was uh, women. Uh, women in film. How about women in film? Women in fi- Palm Springs. Women in film. I'm on their advisory board. I'm on the uh, foundation for the Lily Claire Foundation, which is for children with neurogenetic conditions like autism, Down syndrome, Williams syndrome. Um, what else? Like a, a plethora of SAG after things because it's my union, and you know, right now we're in the conver- uh, We're having the conversation of what we do and how we support our women because of the Roe versus Wade thing. Right. And, uh, you know, it's, it's how we work in those states that uh, disallow women to take care of themselves. Right. So that's that's a big on my plate. That's why one of the reasons why I said, you know, catch me if we can, because uh, I get board meetings. I get I got texted today saying there's another one tomorrow, you know, going, oh, oh OK. So uh, and any second and also because of the covid, you know, I'm on call anytime to go in to shoot the morning show because we shoot around everybody else's schedule, right. especially those big stars. So when Reese and Reese works, I don't think Reese is never not working. She's got two or three television shows. She's got a couple of movies that are running. She's producing a lot of stuff. Same with Jennifer. Jennifer's schedule is about maybe half as busy as Reese's, but still five Very times busy. as busy as mine. You know, John Hamm, it's like all these celebrities that are coming in and go, really? You guys, you know, thank God you're doing TV, but really? <laughs> Where do you have the time to do this? But um, it pays pays the rent. Now, everybody, not not only is Sherry beautiful, talented, but she's got a good heart. You Absolutely. Can, you can tell by all the people she's helping. And you guys and go all see all the things that she's been in and make sure you check out the morning show, the seasons that are out. It's on Apple TV. We want to thank you for coming on. You're fantastic. We got to go, but we love you. And say I hello love to you. Sam and the dogs. I hope to Bye, see guys. you very, very soon, my angel. Bye. Thank Bye-bye, you. Bye-bye, honey. Hey, everybody. Bye, thanks so much Bye. for tuning into the show. We had a great time. Hope you enjoyed our guest. We know we did. Chat room, thank you so much. Juan, thank you so much. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Woo. So can turn out to so wrong. Yeah, we in the mix. Yeah, we in the mix, it's another episode Here we go, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell Interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest of today's celebrities Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude Chat room is live and you would be a fool Not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell So come watch it live on W4CY Radio Miss some past episodes, download on iTunes The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell Oh,